You'll never know All the people, places, things that you'll see You'll never know All the people, places, things that you'll see It's truly been a hot girl summer, but we're back with another episode of People, Places, and Things, a podcast about the dope people, the awesome places to go, and the fun things to do in Kansas City and beyond. Today, I'm talking to Mark from Made Mob. Their streetwear brand has become a household name. Three locations, they're in several retailers around the town. The sky is the limit. If you're an entrepreneur or ever wanted to be, you'll appreciate the jewels in this episode made mob how can one be down anybody can be down you know you gotta come get in the trenches as long as you believe in what you're doing hustling grinding is kansas city home so originally i moved from the island of samoa american samoa i moved there when i was 10 so from this small village uh called Masfau. Masfau is about almost 400 people i moved here in 99 i moved to south kansas city i went to elementary middle school and high school there that had to be a culture shock moving from a place where it's beautiful all mm-hmm. the time with 400 people you have to know them all or at least right. be related to right. everybody in yeah. some way right to come into kansas city what was that transition like for you as a young man it was a huge cultural shock to be honest with you because one one we didn't have like fast food so i was hyped to see mcdonald's you know what i mean i'm like oh they got mcdonald's here <laughs> you know what i'm saying but like even though it's the island it's beautiful um it's paradise a lot of people are poor. It was kind of weird for me coming here, seeing people like wearing tennis shoes, wearing like shirts. I was 10, so I still remember everything vividly. In recess, I would take my shoes off to play, and everybody thought I was weird. They'd be like, what is this dude doing? But to me, it was weird for me to see them playing with shoes on. You know what I mean? I'm like, y'all weird playing with kickball with tennis shoes. and You know what I mean? So I never wore button-ups, so I came here, and I'm like, man, what is? what am I wearing right now? You know what I mean? It was like everything was a culture shock. A huge culture shock for me was paying taxes, too, <laughs> because we didn't pay taxes. I was at a Dollar General. I remember it was like a, a 99 cents, and it was like a dollar oh seven, and I'm like, the cashier asked for seven cents and i was so confused i'm like what am i paying that seven cents for when a sign said 99 cents so my cousin started laughing she's like oh this is the states we pay taxes here i wasn't used to seeing like a lot of like the white people the black people the mexicans it was just weird i remember the first time seeing all uh, like white people i was so confused i'm like man that's dope because they in movies you know what i mean <laughs> But it was, they it was, were all movie yeah, stars, they were right? All like movie stars. I'm like, man, I felt like I was in a movie, but it was like, it was just crazy. It was a huge culture shock with everything. I think the school is what really threw me off because even here they got suspended. I'm like, you guys get suspended here? Back home, we, they beat you in school. We call it sasa, fasi. So they just fasi you in school. Growing up in our culture, you, you get taught like what's right and wrong real early. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. coming to high school, a lot of these kids are very disciplined. They know what's right and wrong. What about the hip hop culture did you connect with coming from American Samoan background? The new collection has some of the mm-hmm. 90s type. Titles, the Outcast cover, yep. the Wu-Tang. Yep. What about hip-hop drew you? I wasn't big on hip-hop when I moved here. My favorite rapper was Nelly. And so I was really attracted wow. to You know what I mean? I'm like, Nelly's my boy. I said, Lunatics. Like, and he was from St. Louis. I'm going to be around the corner. So I'm like, man, this Nelly dude is hard. But as far as like the brand, we pull a lot from hip-hop because streetwear and hip-hop is really tied together, right? So like a lot of the uh, hip-hop guys wear streetwear. We pull out influence from hip-hop because that's, that's the culture, right? Doing what they want to do. They have their own style. And so for, for us, my team, I'm one of the younger guys in our, our crew. That's their era of like, they love music. It was like the 80s, the 90s. So my creative team, they're older guys and they love hip-hop. Every Monday, we drop a thing on Spotify. Hey, this week is your week you know what i mean now you pick up music you know you get some influence from that you like from but we've always pulled from hip-hop just because that's the culture you know what i mean take us back to the initial made meeting where you're deciding look we're gonna get into the fashion apparel game who was there and what did it feel like so originally it was three guys it was me 
this white dude named JP and this Asian dude from Vietnam named Vu Radley. I know them three weeks when we started the brand. I didn't even know them. And so they knew each other for years. So I was just a stranger in this crew. We all worked at Sprint together, and they always knew each other. Dude walked in with a trippy main shirt, you know, Juicy J. And it was a really loud shirt. So I'm like, man, like, I can't believe people are spending money to wear something like that, you know? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, so I just felt like I could do better. That very same day, we are closing down the store. Us three was working the same shift. Both of them had tried starting a clothing line, and both of them, it didn't work out. And so he's like, man, I tried. Nobody buy clothes in Kansas City. Mm. But this is back in 2012. And so my, the, the Vu Radley was coming out of the bathroom. He's laughing. He's like, man, y'all talking about uh, clothes? He's like, yeah. He's like, it don't work here, man. He's like, I already tried. People don't buy stuff here, but we've never tried. And at the time, like someone would call Ka'a. Ka'a means like I was out. Like I was like what they call here, like a club rat. I was always out in the clubs. I knew a lot of promoters. And so I was like, man, I know a lot of people. I think we can do this together. You take the creative side, you control the finances, and let me do the PR. The very next day, we sitting here at Denny's having a plan. And these dudes literally don't know me. So for seven months, us three linked up every week. We never missed a Tuesday. I went to school in Manhattan. I still called in. And then we dropped it in 2013. And a lot of those meetings was us disagreeing. Like, Made almost done fell off so many times because we done, we done almost fist fight so many times. We did a lot of events. That first three months May came out, we did seven events outside of Kansas City. So we was in Atlanta, Houston, Vegas, Dallas, L.A., Chicago on our own dime. And we was losing money too. Atlanta was like the city we must made the most money at. So it was like five hundred. But we was lit. It was like, oh my God, we made five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but we had spent twelve hundred to get right. there. You know what I mean? No, so it was like, man, we made all this money, but we were still in the hole. So like a lot of these cities we was going to, we lost money, but it was part of just never giving up. I was in college, I wasn't working. I'm using my student loan money to go travel the country doing all these events. Some of these events we saw like two shirts. And we drove twelve hours, fifteen hours, you know? But it was part of just like trusting the process, getting the name out. You know, we've been very fortunate to um, reached all 50 states and nine countries in sales and God is good we're about 32 retailers right now we just got in a buckle um, we just got in a rally house so we're in halls too so we're like the only minority brand in there so I feel like the goal does it, it's not important it's the journey matters the most because if your mind ain't right the goal you'll never achieve that goal and so for us we're having to hype each other up the whole time like hey you got this one of the guys is like man I'm getting older I'm ready to call this quiz I'm like bro we're so close bro so having them people in your circle who you're around, like it really plays such a the, the biggest role in accomplishing the go that goal. There are a lot of people who have ideas about places that they want to go and they have no concept of what it takes mm -hmm. to get there. Right. And then when the first problem arises, they fold. They fold. And this is true for relationships as mm -hmm. well. It's like if you don't connect yourself with the right type of person in business right. and in personal relationships, you'll right. never be able to do anything. Right. I agree. Because there's times when you'll be weak and that partner is the one that says all right yeah i'm gonna keep pushing you forward yeah. until you get enough strength yeah. to stand on your own again right. it's interesting that you have this brand with people from all different backgrounds right. and people of kansas city have connected to it right. we get so much love and support because people relate to our story and we're so upfront with it like, I've never tried to hide what it took. When I talk to other business owners, like, hey, man, you need to talk more about your story. And they're like, nah, man, that, that, I don't want to talk about my story because it makes me look weak. And I'm like, bro, but somebody needs to hear your story. Like, for us to uh, accomplish this big goal for these next generation, like, we have to be able to keep it alive. A lot of people are so busy trying to compete, but they, they lose the fact that you can lose it at any time. Like, for us, it's just so important, like, building a community up. Made is just a foundation of what we're trying to accomplish. Our bigger goal it's our community. We did a community event a month ago with a district that educate kids on life skills like car maintenance, change tires, change oil, change brakes. Like, my grew up there. We didn't know none of that. Even now, a lot of parents don't know that. Kids don't know that. We also do an event called Play It Forward that we donated 300 filled book bags to the Hickman Mills District. So, I just never wanted to forget where I came from. And like even though Made might be doing well, I wanted my community to be a reflection of what I've accomplished. Where do you see Made in the next five years? It's hard for me to put something on that because I'm enjoying the journey right now. So, it's hard for me to put something 
um, like a, a pinpoint of where I'm gonna be five years. I just know what I'm doing now, and that's really the community. We hustling, we grinding, you know. Huge inspiration from Nip. I was very fortunate to go to his funeral too. It was a lot of energy, a lot of power, and I was like, man, Kansas City needs to feel this vibe. So we came back. I'm like, whatever in the store I open next, I'm gonna dedicate that to Nip. And so with the store opening up, we first thing we did was put that mural of Nipsey up. When you so focused on who you are, you know your lane. Everything outside of that is just extra noise. You gotta understand people ain't gonna understand your vision. You gotta understand people ain't gonna rock with you in the beginning. And people have always been kind of like different about that. Like they won't rock with you until they see other strangers rock with you. And so you know, for a long time, like my family didn't support me. They thought I was crazy. Never bought any of my stuff. They over five years. I'm in the game six years now You know what I mean So this is recently They just start rocking with me My homies is what kept me Above water To be honest with you You just gotta be within that circle That wants you to win Some people want you to win Just not more than them You get tested every day And especially by people around you Coming to work Test you every day You know what I mean Waking up Test you every day Turn that alarm off Test you every day But you get tested By people around you the most I know who to call if I want yeah. someone to celebrate with yeah. me yeah. over a victory. Yep. And there are family members who you may call and say certain things to. Yep. And they'll be like, oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. And that has yeah. nothing to do with you. So yeah. I had to learn to not take those things personally yeah. because they're dealing with something yep. inside of themselves. Yep. Yep. So with me getting a victory, it's like holding up a mirror to them yep. of what they're not doing. Yeah. yeah. And so it's not personal. Right. So if I continue to go to this same person who gives me like a little weak response, then it's my fault the third or fourth yeah. time yeah. because I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. And now I'm somewhere crying. Why won't my cousin yeah. celebrate with me? Yeah. They got something going on right, right. now. Yep. Call your homegirl. Yeah. You know, every time you say, girl, I got a new car. She like, ah. yeah. you know, that's yeah. who you want to surround yeah. yourself with. Yeah. I actually think it's deeper than just the service that we're talking about, about people not supporting us. I look at it as part of a ordered plan. The way that the enemy can get close to you is people who are close to you. Like if they have a complete stranger say something about me, it's not going to hurt you. No. But someone who you have mm. a relationship with. Yeah. So a lot of times when that kind of stuff comes up, I'm like, okay, they playing a part. That yeah. means that I'm this much closer to yeah. where I'm really trying to right. get to. Mm -hmm. Because if this opposition wasn't here, mm -hmm. I know I'm on my way to something big because my family is acting up. My yeah. friends are acting up. Yeah. That's why I moved to the States. Actually, my parents have passed away. So as such a young kid, I done dealt with so much stuff like setbacks, depression. You lost both of your parents? Right. What was that like? Uh, it was terrible. My mom had died when I was five. So she's back in the island. So at the time, I didn't understand what was going on. And so I was just confused. The death was just so new to me that I didn't know what it was. So the first time, like, I was just crying so hard because I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, what is this? My pops died a few years later when I was eight. And so that time, I was starting to understand what death was. My emotions there was kind of more limited because I knew it was in a better place and I was more tapped in with my re religion. It affected me till this day because I still think about it. You know, me having to graduate high school, going through college, being married or having kids. That's something like I wish they was there, you know. I just felt like it made life so much more harder for me too because I have that. I never had that prep talk. I never had that somebody to be on my corner every time. When I when May first started, I was actually homeless too. So I got kicked out when I was 15. I was getting into a lot of trouble, no guidance. I didn't have that role model. Not having that father figure really impacts kids you know what i mean just have somebody steer you in the right direction and so i was i was getting in trouble for like a decade i was kind of bouncing around i was sleeping in my car sleeping on my couch so starting may was such a huge risk for me i didn't even want to do it i had two options at the time i was at the bank like man what the hell am i doing here i'm like i'm still sleeping on the couch sleeping in my car every now and then she was thinking me in the crib to shower i was brushing my teeth at walmart at longview because i was going to community college starting this business for me was like man what the hell am i doing i don't know anything about clothes but I remember having two options. I was like, man, I'm going to put up this money. One, this business can fold and I'll lose everything. But I felt that before. You know, because at the time, that's what I was going through. I'm like, I know what this felt like. But if I was to put up this money and having something that belongs to me that people can't take from me, that's something I've never experienced before. 
So I was willing to risk it because I've never been on that side. But like it's still paying off. I'm very blessed and just knowing who I am. And every week I take time out for myself. That's why I would stay preaching on people like that mental health. Like every week I still go to the lake, chill, relax. Self care. Self care. Yeah. Do the same thing. I get my mind right. I have to have my time. The more people know you, the more things you're involved in, right. the more people require of you, and yeah. that's fine. But I still have to put myself first because if this cup is empty, there's nothing I can pour yeah. into you. Yeah. I'm just locked in, focused. If that ain't contributing to what I'm trying to accomplish, it ain't for me. You know, as long as she's happy, my home is happy, my team is happy. I feel like I'm in such a great space. I'm mentally, I'm in a great space. Traveling a lot. I was in Cabo last week. I go back home next week. First time in 20 years. Get out. Yeah. Are you taking your family? Yeah. I wonder what that's going to be like. My father's from Panama originally. For real? And so, yeah. I'm like, Daddy, can you take us back? And he was like, it's a third world country. I ain't trying to go yeah, back there. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if you'll have yeah. that same feeling or will you feel... I think mine's more like a lot of emotion, really. You know what I mean? Like, like my parents are buried back home, too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like a very emotional trip for me to go back. It's 20 years. My family's still there. The, the village, I think, has gotten smaller because a lot of people are moving to the state because better opportunity every night i'm thinking about it my parents house still there so i'm staying at my parents house wow yeah a lot of my family's in the village so we own a lot of land i get asked all the time like what it costs to live there it don't cost anything because we own land i'm excited to go back i plan on doing stuff for the school too and so back home is weird like you have to join the military to play football to get off the island and so a lot of them don't they don't know anything outside of that that sounds like the hood <laughs> I speak at a charter school recently And it's like 94% of the kids Don't go to college And I was like Whoa what It's like a Hispanic school They end up pursuing What they see their parents do Construction work or they, Like they don't know college Like they've never been taught that So their parents didn't go So their parents didn't teach them They didn't and, you know Push them to go That's why I feel like It's such a, a, a huge key For the community To have these leaders Step up And talk to these kids Inspire them Like hey you can do More than what you see You don't have to know anything But you just gotta have heart You just gotta show up That's real I type all the time You gotta make the Take them risks You gotta make them sacrifices You gotta do them research People just gotta boss up And want their kids to boss up Ownership is the way out Yeah There's no other way If you don't own something Yeah what I do at the radio station I'm cool until They decide to make a yeah. change And that's yeah. Just the reality of yep. it. I never wrap my identity into what I do, yep. especially if it's something I don't own. Right. So let's talk about this man bun. Uh, yeah, yeah, my man bun. I actually even started my man bun for like a year ago, really. But I never did it in KC because I was like, man, they don't accept. Like, they gonna probably try to judge me out here. So I never did a bun in KC until like a year ago. We go to West Coast a lot, yeah. do a lot of events out there, and everyone wears a bun. I'm like, forget it, I'm hot. And so I just threw it up, and people was like, hey, you started doing a bun. I'm like, all right. Does your wife grease your scalp? I mean, like, I don't nah, know what she don't Nah, do, nah, she don't do nothing. She'll never try to do anything with my hair. I gotta do everything myself. She's a teacher, actually. That's what made me come back to Because she was in the Hickman district A lot of people don't know Teachers they don't get paid shit And on top of that They got to spend their money On buying school supplies Buying stuff for the students And so I just got tired of her doing that I need to just help everyone in the district Because I was funding her projects There's so many more teachers in the district That probably need help I'm like I want to help everyone out She told me I was going to do it I'm, I'm going to talk to the school board And we donate 100% of that too Everything The food trucks that come out there They donate the food uh, Shout out to CarMax They come through They brought like 12 employees to help out We have a lot of vendors From the community like talking to the kids We have colleges come out Trying to tell kids Like hey Don't let them GPA fool you Like you know what I mean Like you learn on a different scale Like everyone learns different Don't let the curriculum That they teach in school Make you feel a certain way What has the love of your wife Added to your life As a man And as an entrepreneur It's so important she talks to me, uplift me. It's just like being in business, having that dope, dope business partner. I fight battles that people don't know. You see me in front of, oh, May's doing good. You see me, oh, he's out here doing this, doing that, doing, you know, different events, doing different interviews and stuff. But, you know, sometime at home, I fight not having my parents. It's just huge having someone in your corner. 
that's gonna ride with you regardless if you're wrong. Like I might make a bad call and she gonna try to make it seem like I made the right call. You see she ain't here with me now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's very important just to have her, man. I call her my black African queen and she always gets so embarrassed. Like stop calling me that. Just having her has been such a, a huge blessing for me. Cause she helped me out when I had nothing, when I was homeless. She used to buy me groceries, I used to throw it in my trunk and I was like sleeping in the random parking lot. She was with me literally when I had nothing. Like I was telling like, man, how do you stay around for that long? Me trying to figure life out. Her pops caught me sleeping at a hotel parking lot. It says a lot about his character, like to still keep me around knowing that as a father, you're like you want someone to take care of your daughter be that security be able to help them i just got mm-hmm. this as you were talking like your mother and father orchestrated all of these people yeah. to be there too yeah isn't it crazy be there for you because they yeah. were not able to be here in right. the physical mm-hmm. so that's what these relationships are all about i'm a big believer in that our ancestors our loved ones yeah. are really orchestrating things yeah. from the other side so that we can be okay look at wifey crying when people cry it makes me cry even if i don't know what they crying about yeah. <laughs> some stuff we're talking about I'm, trying, I'm holding my chin up i'm like hey she ain't about to get me i must just keep talking you know i'm oh, yeah. barbara walters out here everybody yeah. done cried on every yeah. podcast so yeah. far yeah except for mr kendrick mr yeah. kendrick ain't nothing to cry about i hired my nephew on too kansas city you need to be down with the maid mob give him the locations give him how they connect with you we're moving to the crossroads location 221 southwest boulevard right next to manny's we share that parking lot you can't miss that nipsey hustle mural that we're also inside of made a kc marketplace at the plaza uh right across the street from shake shack third one 1110 grand boulevard we're going to move out of that one and go into the um crossroads because it's almost like triple the size you can find us there at mademob.com you see all the updates events new collection that we drop the community work that we do shout out the district too the guys there's seven entrepreneurs that came together inspired by nipsey's music and um we put our resources together and allow us to accomplish more at efficient time so i always tell people man i got this thing called a church's chicken uh analogy right because i feel like in life we all have a dollar you know the church is all you can get is like a drink a couple biscuits right if we all come together as a unit throw our dollar in one hat we're gonna buy a combo get eight pieces of chicken yeah and so we do things with our resources yeah so that's what i'm saying with like our resources Resources, you know what I mean? We all come together and throw our resources in one hat. So shout out Midcon Library. They're also our um, official sponsor now. Pay for a lot of the activities, all of it actually, that we're doing. And so shout out Midcon Library. We're working out a few more sponsorship. Our end goal is just continue to pour back into the community's kids where we come from. And that's what we stand on. Marcus Lanoue, thank you so much. I thought your brother was coming today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm glad yeah, yeah. that it was you. Yeah, yeah, it's me. It's me. It's me. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate this. You so know? glad to have this opportunity to learn more about Made. I have the clothes at the house, but yeah, I got you. I, just I got really didn't some know stuff. the full story. Yeah. Once you get that, it makes yeah. it deeper, and mm-hmm. you want to support even more if right. you can. The marathon continue, baby. You'll never know other people, places, things that you see.